What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 209 of the Fight Library. YouTube guys, y'all don't get numbers, so suck it up. <laughs> Anyways, I'm your host, Blaine Henry, and today we are talking UFC Vegas 41, Marvin Vittori versus Paulo Costa. We'll be talking about the main event today. I didn't watch any of the other fights because I'm a casual. Just kidding. I just was busy and wanted to watch boxing, and it was midday, so... I was watching football, I'll be honest, I was watching college football, LSU just died, so, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, before we get into this episode, please drop a sub, follow, review, all that. Also, if you want to support the show and uh, get in on a few extras that I do every now and then, follow me on Patreon. It's only five bucks a month, and you can afford that. You got that, big homie, let's go. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, let's go ahead and dive into this main event. So... I wrote about it in Before Math, shameless plug, uh, on Rockfin, and I wrote about Before Math uh, every week, usually every week, the fights I find that's fun. I write about the main event, and I said this fight is a, a question to see where Paulo Costa's head's at. Uh, if his head's in a good place, I surmise that he would win this fight, and if it wasn't, he would lose. Well, his head was in a good fight, and he lost. Wow, what gives, right? So, man, the shenanigans leading up to this fight had me really worried about it about Costa and how, you know, how he is doing mentally, because that first loss to Israel was a, it was his first professional loss, and it was humiliating. Uh, the lead-up was a lot of trash talk between the two, and Costa got dry-humped, as you all know. Um, yeah, so, come into this one, and, uh, you know, he's like, I'm not gonna make weight, I weigh 211, like, five days before the fight, or not even five, like, three days before the fight. I'm like, oh, Man, here we go. Who wants it to be at 195? So apparently they agreed to 195. And uh, yeah. So they go on and like a day later, it's like, yeah, we're going to fight at 205. Good Lord, how much is he off by? So 205 is an actual fight. And it was weird because post-conference, uh, Vittori's talking about it. He's like, yeah, he was going to pull out of the fight if we took more than 20% of his purse. And if we didn't fight at the weight he wanted to, he was going to pull out of the fight. So I just wanted to fight. And yeah. Anyway, so I really liked what I saw from Costa at 205. I don't know if he's just not, his power doesn't translate over or, you know, I don't know. I really don't. So, you know, he, he starts off, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's covering distance well. He's quick. And we all knew Costa was quick and powerful. And then he kind of stumbled and he was against the fence. And that's where Vittori's game plan really started to work. Um... You know, he, he's pressuring him, you know, pot-shotting, and he only has one way to go against the fence, really, and that's to Vittori, and Vittori took advantage of that and would land his strikes there, and that's how he outstruck him by almost a two-to-one clip, I believe. Uh, you know, Costa found success early with the body kick and the jab, but he abandoned that for the remainder of the fight, pretty much. He would do the, 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 the shots to the body, the, you know, the kick, the hooks and all that. They would do that occasionally, but he wasn't like, yeah. Anyway, so as soon as Vittori would get the fight to the fence, though, he would pour on the damage. I mean, like, bang, 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 bang. You know, he, he, he was doing that, and I thought by the end of the first cost was already terrible. Oh, he's done. Round two, you know, Vittori comes forward immediately, uh, you know, trying to build off of what he, you know, what success he had. And he did the right thing, you know, trying to build off of what success he had, because that's what you're supposed to do in a fight. Uh, you know, Costa lands a head kick and he wobbled Vittori, but Vittori survived. You know, he kind of, yeah, he stumbled a little bit. He wasn't super wobbled, but it was enough to where it was like, oh, goodness, this is, this could be the end. 
Um, you know, Vittori, he, he really, like, he improved his boxing a lot. And that's saying something. Because he had decent boxing for MMA, right? So, you know, he goes up top and left hook to the body because uh, he's a southpaw. And then a right hook up top. It was beautiful. So uh, he, he jabs up top, uh, rear hook to the body, and right hand over top. It was nice. It was nice. I, I really like that. It was pretty smooth from, from Vittori on that part. Uh, you know, Costa, he, he got lazy in that second round and kind of showed his back after getting the point. Oh, no, before getting the point taken, he showed his back, and Vittori managed to get the body lock and get him to the ground. But Costa stood back up with no damage done. Uh, then the eye, po eye poke. I didn't hear uh, Jason Herzog warn him, but I'll take his word for it. Uh, eye poke caused a point in the round he was winning. He was very, very upset. Uh, you know, so he came heavy after that. Even when he's tired, though, he's he's hitting hard. And I, I really like that from Costa. We saw that in the Romero fight, where for three rounds, he, he brought the heat. And this time, he brought the heat for five rounds. He really did. And... His his cardio was pretty good. I'm I'm surprised by a muscle head like that. So round three comes in, and Vittori's not giving Paulo Costa a chance to breathe at all. Um, just against the fence, and Costa just kind of stays there. He shells up, and Vittori's like, "Okay, cool, boom, boom, boom." I'm gonna go over the top round. We'll see that later in the night with Shakur Stevenson, but we'll talk about that in the next episode. Uh, but yeah, so you know. Costa, he got went for a takedown in round three, and uh, he got it. It was like, oh, yeah, I forgot Paulo Costa used to wrestle when he fights. Yeah, so, Vittori, he scrambled up, and uh, Costa, he's looking for a Doris, and then a guillotine. He, he goes to get the guillotine, then Vittori ends up on top in his guard, and, yeah, it was a bad look at the end of the round. Uh, Vittori started eating... Uh, you know, every time he would eat heavy shots, I'm going into round four. Every time he would, like, eat heavy shots, um, he would get two or three back. So, you know, Costa would come with a big right hook and pop, 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 Vittori right back with it. But that's part of Vittori's game plan. Like, he gets in there, he, he takes a shot um, to get in there, and then he lands more shots. And that's where he failed with get Izzy against Izzy because of the fact that, you know, he, he's coming in there, but Izzy's not going to just stand there and let you hit him back. Izzy knows the game he knows the counters and he knows what was coming so yeah uh i just really liked vittori's gameplay he was very very consistent throughout the fight which was a good thing uh for him you know he's always been consistent throughout a fight uh in all of his wins even you know leading up to the title fight he was even consistent against israel he just wasn't good enough to beat israel costa you know at round five he knows this is it loading everything up Ooh, I'm yawning today. Uh, loading everything up. You know, I thought he, he, he started going to the body with knees and uh, kicks and all that good stuff and hooks. I thought he was setting a high kick up, and I don't really think he did. I think he just threw one and, oh, well, that didn't work. You know, because if, if you go to the body enough, the hands are going to get lower because it's like nature. I'm going to block what's coming at me, and what's been coming at me is body shots. So my hands are lower. I'm waiting on, um, you know, Anything coming my way, and then boom, up top. Uh, we the, the the head kick setup is great. I love it, and Costa really could have worked that the entire fight, but he didn't. You know, if he goes to the body, two or three rounds. You know, he started in round one, he did well. He abandoned it in two and three, pretty much, and four. Uh, he did it occasionally, but not enough. But if he goes to the body more and more, and then in round four he blasts a high kick, uh, especially if like Vittori's tired, could be the end. 
Um, so yeah, he's killing with the, the bodies, uppercut, hooks, kicks, you know, he couldn't get the high kick in there. And Vittori's tired, he's losing this round, so he goes in and, you know, he hugs him against the fence. It's the right decision. Stinky decision, but right. So yeah, good fight. Um, where do they go from here? Paulo Costa probably stays at 205. Um, that's what Dana White said, at least. And I'd like to see him fight either Johnny Walker, because, you know, they, the UFC's going to want to give somebody the rub before uh, they cut Johnny Walker, and Paulo Costa might be that guy. Um, the other one is Ian Kutlaba, because Ian fights, like, very mad, and that'd be an incredibly fun fight. Uh, yeah, I like it. It's a good fight. Both of those. For Vittori, you know, I'd like to see the Darren Till fight rebooked. That was supposed to happen, and it never did. And that hurt my feelings. Yeah. But it's back, so... It, it will be back. I, I really feel like they're going to book Till versus Vittori. Uh, I forgot on Rockfin, I said somebody else on Aftermath, too. I forget who it was. Oh, Sean Strickland. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine the build-up to Sean Strickland and Marvin Vittori? Like, Strickland's, like, gives all these super serial killer vibes. I want to kill somebody in the ring. All that kind of stuff. And then, like, Vittori gets understandably mad because, like, he's threatening to kill me. <laughs> it just gets more and more angry. You know, that's... I want... I want Vittori versus Kutlaba also for the angriest man. The angriest MF, AMF. <laughs> that would be a great belt. I'd pay good money to watch that fight. That'd probably be a pay-per-view headline just for how mad they are. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, if you're into boxing, talking about Shakur Stevenson, uh, his great win over Jamel Herring, that's going to be the next episode. You'll be able to catch it in the feed, wherever you watch at. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you're at. Blaine Henry TFL on Face on Twitter. Fight Library everywhere else. I'm there. I'm always there, and I always will be. Um, I've got some interviews coming with Ray Cooper III, who fights PFL this weekend for the championship. Long-awaited rematch between him and Magomed Magomed Karimov, and I got Petter Yang coming. So don't miss that. It's going to be on Fight-Library.com. All right, guys, that's going to be it. I'm out. <laughs>